make that first down and 10. And the play fake. Cousins fires. Wide on the receiver on the far side. K.J. Osborne. Touchdown, Minnesota. Well, a can opener to start. 64 yards. Crowd trying to make it more difficult now. Burrow throws. Intercepted. It is picked off and on the run is Roquan Smith down the sideline. Smith gets a block all the way. The pick six for Roquan Smith. Second and goal. Goff throwing. End zone. It is caught. TJ Hawkinson. Brilliant grab for the third and six and the rain has started to fall. Rodgers. Chips one in there for Tunyon. Touchdown, Packers. Pylon listeners, we are back. Week two has wrapped up, and the NFC North had a rather interesting weekend. Uh, going two and two on the weekend. Probably should have been three and one. <laughs> we'll get into that one later, Remy. Uh, let's get around <laughs> to the Pylon crew here. So we got Barney representing the Bears. Good to see you, boys. Well, I, you know, what is it? Is this a story as old as time? Packers, Bears on top of the division. Man, this is just too much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got Kinger representing the Packers. As always, gentlemen, great to be back with you. The Pack are back on track. We took care of business tonight. It was fun to watch. Then we got Remy representing the the Vikings. (laughs) I was trying to think of something clever. No, that's fine because we don't even need an intro. It it wouldn't be the Vikings without a missed field goal. Good to be back. Fuck that's, the Packers. That's very true. <laughs> and then last but not least, a big Z representing the Detroit Lions. Let's get into that Monday night football game right away here, gentlemen. I thought maybe the Lions would come down and uh, score a last-minute touchdown to cover the 11.5-point spread, but they had Jared Goff. So, and Jared Goff did Jared Goff things in the second half. It was a fun first half, Kinger, uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if it made you sweat even, uh, but the Lions defense did what they, uh, well, they did what a lot of people expect and kind of what I expected is, uh, but but they just waited a half to get there pretty much. Uh, King, I mean, were you, were you worried about the Packers at all in this game or any of you, really? <laughs> I, I can't say I was worried. Uh, the defense had me a little alarmed and I still wouldn't say I'm in a place with comfort with uh, how we've played through two games, but for the lions to come out and score on that opening drive pretty much flawlessly, I'm pretty sure golf was four for four. They moved the ball down the field. I think in something, something along the lines of a five minute drive, kind of what we talked about in the preview episode last week. Um, It was definitely a little bit of a, you know, you sit up in your chair and you're like, we're going to buckle in. It looks like here we go again. Um, and I mean, we did mention it previously as well that the Lions historically have given the Packers um, some fits uh, over the last couple of years, or at least they've played them pretty tough. So, uh, you know, I, the first half went kind of how I expected it to go. Uh, I think the Lions scored on all three drives in the first half. The Packers were three of four, or maybe it was three of four for both teams. I know we ended up having a punt at one point. So uh, it started off, you know, kind of exactly how we anticipated it to go. Both teams were moving the ball. Uh, the Packers and their pace of play or the time of possession, I think, was pretty even across the board. They tried to reestablish the run, kind of like I anticipated tonight. Huge night for Aaron Jones. Uh, not necessarily, you know, necessarily getting it done on the ground. I think he only had uh, 
something along the lines of like 67 yards rushing, but uh, over yep, 100 multi, yeah, 100 multi-purpose yards. Uh, they really tried to get Aaron Dill or AJ Dillon involved as well. Uh, rushed the ball something like 30 plus times tonight, and you know against that Lions defense, that's what you need to do. They wanted to control the time of possession. They were much more creative in the play calling tonight. I'm not quite sure if that was you know a big massive change from last week or if it was maybe just uh, the inferiority. I don't know if that's a word. I, I know superiority is a word. I don't know if the inferiority is a word <laughs> of the Detroit Lions defense, right? So. Uh, the game, the first half went pretty much how I thought it was. I, you know, to answer your question, I wasn't worried. They just Packers really stepped up in the second half. Yeah, I don't know if it was the Packers more or the Lions, honestly. Um, in the second half here, like the the Lions defense is just, you know, they really got exposed, especially in the secondary and the second half, a lot more than that they did in the first half. Um, and every time that the Lions, first of all, I think I was telling you guys before we get on here that. I was just celebrating when they got to a third down. I thought it was a rare occurrence sometimes tonight even to get to that. And then when it got to third and long, penalty, penalty. Like there is the one where our undrafted rookie free agent, uh, Jacobs, pretty much tackled your tight end uh, in coverage. I was just like, what is going on? Um, I, I did not I did not like that one call, uh, the pass interference call in the end zone against the I agree the with that. That was weak. I, that was why you guys lost. Well, I don't know. It might have been why we didn't cover, <laughs> but I don't know about loss. I'm kidding, dude. I th- I just want to point out a couple of penalties really quick in this game. That pass interference, uh, the illegal contact, and the third one was um, the intentional grounding that made no sense to me whatsoever. He's out of not only was he out of the pocket, but he was also hit while he threw the ball. So they just kind of made up one there. But so I just got to throw you know throw those out to you, Kinger, of course. Because the the Packers always get calls against the Lions, it never seems to go the other way. Like Barney said, this 100 percent impacted the game. I I agree. Had those three calls gone the oh, Lions yeah, it was, way, it was definitely know, could have been an 18 point been comp- swing. Definitely an 18 yeah. point swing. <laughs> no, the swing was the start of that second half that out and up to Devontae on the third and uh, twelve. The Lions did a great job. I mean, I don't think Rodgers had very good pocket awareness on that sack to put him in that position. Third and twelve, he turned around, spun around right into I think it was Trey Flowers who ended up getting that sack there. Um, but to beat Devontae or Devontae beating uh, was Brockers. Yeah. And I mean, on that out and up route on the third and on the third and 12, I mean, honestly, it was pretty good coverage by the Lions defender there. I mean, I wouldn't say great blanket coverage, but it was pretty good. Uh, Rogers just placed a dime into it and then followed it up a few plays later with that just absolute bullet to Tunyon um, down the middle. And from there, it just kind of took off. And obviously I will say, you know that the elements they played a factor in this game tonight. Jared Goff couldn't hold on to the football, the fumbled snap. I don't know if his then, hands are tiny or what, but it was, that was ugly to watch. Uh, was that was that what happened? Was it? Uh, I I saw you guys score a touchdown. I I don't know. I went to go to the bathroom and all of a sudden the Packers Green had Bay the, had the ball. On yeah, the he fumbled. Again. A, yeah, he fumbled the snap uh, under center. He he never got it in his hands, and then uh, on a couple drives later, just whoop right out of his hand, butterfingers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disgusting, Disg- uh, you know, just par for the course at that point in the game, really. Um, oh, line played well. Lions, oh, line played well. Lions, oh, line played well. That's our strength. That's what we do. Yep. Unfortunately, we're gonna, our defense can't stop anybody, and uh, we can't we we can't establish the run for too long because it can't stop anybody. Hey, Kinger, um, how come uh, how come Zadarius Smith was out? He's got he's, he's had a lingering back issue for uh, pretty much since training camp. Hmm. Um, 
He came back in the middle of training camp practice, went back, sat out, came back last week again. I thought everything, he was a little bit limited last week versus the Saints with the snaps, and it sounded like everything came back, came out. He came out all right after that game, but back to IR this week, and I think it was a little bit of a shocking news. So it's, I think it's short-term. I think it's only three-week IR, but still, we're going to be without him here for these next few weeks, and the Packers' pass rush, in my opinion, was less than stellar tonight. So It was not good. Uh, no, it was not good. There wasn't really much pressure at all outside of a couple of plays. We didn't bring a lot of pressure. We brought four men pretty much the entire night. Um, but still, you gotta you gotta get a little bit more pressure on the QB. And I do think part of that's credit to the Lions' offensive line. But at the end of the day, you want to see more from from your guys. Yeah, the the only time uh, our offensive line didn't look good was our backup right tackle Matt Nelson, who is replacement level for a reason. Uh, he definitely gets exposed sometimes, and he got. That was the only place I thought he really uh, attacked our offense line on. Panay Suel continues to look really, really good at left tackle, uh, which is a very encouraging sign going forward. It'll be interesting because uh, he did not look good at right tackle the whole preseason, and they throw him out the left tackle. It looks like a whole new person. It, the debate is out there still about Decker when he comes back. Does he go to right tackle or not? Uh, I, I wouldn't hate it. He already got paid. You can go out there now. Hey, why um, not? If he's hurt a little bit, you know, why not just bring him over to the what's known as the easier side, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a weak spot right now for us. But I, just to go back to this Lions defense, I, I mean, we could talk about the offense. Goff fumbled it a couple times. It, it, I don't think that was as big of a problem. Um, Alex Anzalone, our big, you know, big quote unquote, he wasn't he, they they didn't pay him a lot, but he was our biggest free agent signing this offseason. Um just awful <laughs> awful we the Lions still have no linebackers that can cover a tight end um this has been an ongoing problem since even like before the patricia era honestly deandre levy was the last linebacker of ours that could cover a linebacker i'm pretty sure um and he, he, he got exposed badly tonight jamie collins looks like oh he looks really bad anytime in the red zone especially against the running back he has no chance in hell of covering Aaron jones <laughs> Or any t- sort of uh, running back out of the backfield, he did. He looks like a man that does not belong on this defense, and he really isn't. He was brought in by the former regime. <sighs> I I really really want to see Derek Barnes, Kinger. When are we going to see Derek Barnes? This guy looks so good in the preseason. I don't know why they're not giving him throwing him out there because Anzalone looks so 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 bad. And then finally, a guy, a young guy that looked really good tonight, Melifanu. He gets burned yeah. by Adams on that one. It, like you said, it wasn't the worst coverage, and he had really nice coverage earlier on a deep bomb. They tested him early, and now he's out for multiple weeks with a quad injury. It's like, oh, come on. Just give us something. Come on. You know this is might be going to be a rough season. At least give us that. Nope. The football gods do not have it that way. They do not. Uh, King, are you want to get the last word before we move on? I'm just happy the Packers looked like the Green Bay Packers tonight. Uh, we really have to, I think, go into the assumption. I think it's still way too early in this season to really make full-on opinions or have solidified opinions on how this team is going to turn out. All I know is, is like you mentioned last week, these are, again, your words, not mine. The Lions defense is a great team to play, a great <laughs> unit to play when you're trying to yep, break yep, out of yep, a slump. Yep, yep, yep. I think there's a lot more confidence built up. Aaron Jones, again, with a monster game, four touchdowns. It was great to see Devontae get back in the mix tonight. I know Barney was hoping for a touchdown for a massive parlay for him. Um, but overall, I mean, they played great. Good to see Eric Stokes get some coverage tonight. Kevin King is still a problem, but he made a couple plays tonight after starting the game incredibly slow. So uh, D 
defense still has to improve. I still think the communication on that side of the ball is big, uh, and and that's going to be a question mark that we've talked about for so long now that is, it doesn't appear to be going away anytime soon. So uh, just happy we got back on track. Happy Rodgers and then our studs on offense had a, had a big game and uh, got a big one next Sunday night in San Francisco. So took care of business this week, back to 1-1, one 1-0 one, one in the division, and uh, life is good tonight. Ooh, I really, really, really quick. Just want to mention that I really like Jared Goff's throw to TJ Hawkinson in the corner of the end zone. That was a great throw. Dope great pass. Throw. I, I want to see that way more. Uh, I, I haven't seen Jared Goff throw a pass like that in a long time. And then uh, the third and one play to Cephas, uh, the deep throw. I'm like, thank you. We don't throw. He never throws at 20 yards. I was like, a third and one, no less. Well, he had six seconds to throw the ball on that play, too. Nobody right. was even with Right. I mean, coverage is going to break down eventually. But still, when, yeah. he, when, when he throws at 20 yards, I still, like, my eyes pop out of my head because I can't believe what I'm seeing because it rarely happens. And it, you saw it tonight again. Dump off, dump off, dump off. Yeah. Anyways, we can talk about that uh, later this week, perhaps. But let's get now to a team that likes to miss field goals. Remy, another rough one, buddy. They play a good game. They play Kirk Cousins gets them in field goal position for the second week in a row. A two minute drill. Uh, they get them in field goal. He made the field goal last week, but that was a tie of the game this week to win the yeah. game. No bueno. What's up? Yeah, no. Um, first off, uh, you know I'm upset, but I'm nobody. Nobody expected the Vikings to even get remotely close or to even. Uh, have a chance to win this game besides myself last week of course um everyone thought <laughs> everyone thought Kyler was going to come out and dominate and Kirk was going to be ass well, against Chandler I mean, Jones he threw 400 um, yards <laughs> against one of the top uh, he also threw two in interceptions as well he also yeah no the, we can talk clap, about this defense clap later back, Remy. He, he 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 threw two picks as well. Um, let it be known that Kyler Murray did get sacked a few times. Kirk Cousins barely got he got sacked one time and it was a trip up. Um, this offensive line held well. He threw for 244 yards, three touchdowns, still no picks on the season. Kyler Murray 400 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. That's stu- and I I I just Randall. hate him be- and I I hate I hate Rondell Moore because. He's Kinger's guy, and I hate the Packers, and I just cannot stand Rondell Moore. It's like Rondell Moore has no association like, with the Packers. No, he does because you like him and you like the Packers, and so <laughs> that is he, an association. He, he, he pretty much he pretty much like is he, he's, the, uh, he's the he's the wide receiver of Kyler Murray. It's it's insane. But what stood out to me is you know Dalvin Cook had had himself a gain 131 yards rushing, um, but we solidified our wide receiver three in KJ Osborne. Um, if you look at it, Kirk, Kirk Cousins threw touchdowns to Jefferson, Thielen, and KJ Osborne. Uh, it, it clicked. It clicked on all cylinders. And before the miss, he had made field goals prior to that. Um, uh, he, I believe he made a 54-yarder and a 55. So um, the, reason, the reason before, um, you know, we had one timeout left with 41 seconds left on the clock to get closer. But Zimmer said, hey, the kid made two big ones earlier. We think he can make a 36. Turns out, no, he can't make it. Um, I think I speak for every Viking fan. He also did miss an extra point. Um, Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, He missed an extra point. So, (laughs) and you know, I I think Adam Thielen can speak for every Viking fan on this quote. 
they're getting close enough, but they're sick and tired of just getting close enough. And I am so sick and tired of this. Two plays, four points. We should be two and no, but if it's and if it's and butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And that's just not how it goes. So I'm. T I know it may sound cliche, but I'm taking this week by week. I am legitimately not scared of any NFL team in the NFL. I'm not scared of anybody. Bring on the fucking Packers. They fucking blow cock. Their defense sucks. Bring on the Lions. I am not scared of them. Bring on the Bears. I cannot wait to play Seattle at home in our home opener. It is going to be so loud. We've shown that we can contain Kyler Murray, my MVP pick for this year. I'm just not scared. Am I pissed off? Yes. Them. Am I not scared? Mm. No. 34 points. How, how, 400 how, purpose, how all purpose loosely yard. do we use the word contain? I mean, you get two picks and all of a sudden that's like a great defensive day. I mean, if you're the you, you make you make the field goal, you if, if you if if you if you make the field goal and win the game, you contain Kyler Murray because you don't lose to Kyler Murray. Yeah, you but you did it. You didn't win the game, so you lost. You know what? I can't wait until you, you have to play that slippery fucker. You know how many times we've tried to go off the edge where it's like, oh my God, we got him. Nope, he's just going to find a wide open Rondell Moore. Yes, Kyler's good. That's why I picked him as my MVP. But we should now make the discussion. Kirk Cousins has not thrown an interception yet this season. Aaron he also has, has, has won a game. Too. I really like this late night uh, Remy. Uh, <laughs> we're recording this at 1130 after the Monday night football game and Remy is fired up as hell. Uh, I'm fired I, up. I told you guys I'm hangry. More, I got spaghetti cooking upstairs. The chef's going to cook again on Sunday with Dalvin Cook. Viking fans, we're 0-2, <laughs> but keep your heads up because we feel the victory coming and it's going to be sweet, baby. It's going to be Lions sweet. Remy, same record. Remy, would it make you feel any better for me to say that I admit that I was wrong, that the Cardinals were going to blow out Minnesota? That helps, but I, I, I knew I knew it. I just knew you'd be wrong. I just knew it. I just knew it. And I hey, and, and, and again, fuck Rondell Moore. Remy, um, is, is Rondell I mean, Moore is a Purdue guy. I have to root for Rondell Moore. Also, what did Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore do? I mean, Rondell Moore was open by like 40 yards on that one touchdown, Remy. Did, I think the yeah, Vikings it was, it was like a broke, all it was broken coverage. Yeah, That was Pat Peterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. in backyard football where they have like the earthquake special where everybody falls on the ground? Because that's what I thought happened to the Vikings on that. No, play. that you that know, was Pat, that was hocus pocus where Pat, the wide receiver disappears and reappears wide open down. <laughs> <laughs> well, something happened on that because I I have not seen a receiver open like that in a while. In the, in the Remy, NFL. Remy, let me ask you in all seriousness: Is like what what happened to Cook? He he kind of looked like he got banged up a little bit. Yeah, his ankles looked like he got banged up a little bit. Um, I haven't seen anything with the injury report. Um, he said he felt fine. They put him back in the game. Um, at least he didn't fumble. Now, if he would have fumbled and cost us a turnover, you know, um, that would have been a little different. But I, I haven't seen anything, any updates or anything yet on Cook. I'm sure more will come out tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, it's just so... You know, you got the ball, you're leading your troops back down the field, and all it takes is a 36-yard that, that hurts almost as bad as Blair Walsh's 26-yard miss back in 2015 to beat the Seahawks. But, you know, you you, you, you do a lot of good things. you got to convert. you got to get touchdowns in the red zone. Can't settle for three and make your fucking extra points. I don't know. See, and the Cowboy game was going on at the same time, so Greg the Leg Zerline made his, and right Two yep. about twenty yep. seconds later, it, it, our games matched up at the place I was watching. I said, "Well, I don't think both Gregs make it," and my Greg was wrong. Damn you, Greg Joseph! I still love you, but fuck off. 
Remy, I think it. I think last week you you uh, stripped Greg the leg of his nickname and gave it to gave it to your boy Greg Josephs. So that was instant karma. You know, when you make a fifty six <laughs> yarder to go to OT, you earn that name. When you make two fifty some yarders in the game to keep your team in the in in the race, you earn that name. When you miss a thirty six yard to win the game, you can go to hell and PAT jo- and PAT. <laughs> Straight to hell. I'm still not scared. No, not one NFL team scares me in the NFL, and I'll leave it at that. Good. Well, Remy, you and I are battling for last place in the NFC North right now. Just, uh, you know, we'll, don't worry. We'll battle it out together, buddy. We'll battle it out. You won't see us in last for very long. And that top mm-hmm. spot, enjoy that top spot while you have it, because uh, as Ludacris would say, we coming for that number one spot. Let's go, Vikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Remy. That was, I think, a good, good spot for you to end uh, talking about the Vikings for this week. But we'll get we'll get into more uh, later in the week as well. Um, the last game, of course, the Bears. <laughs> An interesting game. The defense pretty much winning the game for, for them single handedly. Was uh, that not the most Bears game you've ever watched in your life? It was uh, about what we expected in way. I, I guess unexpected. Expected, but in unexpected ways. <laughs> kind of how that game went. Uh, Justin Fields comes in. Uh, Barney, I don't know if you want to talk about him first or throw the, uh, you know, I'll, some props I'll, to the defense. I'll, I'll props it. to the defense, and I'll roll into him. Uh, Go for it. Just like you said, though, I mean, after kind of looking pretty shitty versus the Rams, right, and giving up that historic night to Stafford, uh, we had a bounce-back day. You know, I had a call-out on uh, Eddie Jackson. You know, last mm-hmm. after the after that game, and you know he stepped up. He didn't have he didn't have a great game by any you know or he didn't have a, a a flawless game by any means. Um, you know, at the very end, he still should have been there to to take that uh that touchdown away from Chase uh, Jamar Chase that that fifty yard bomb they heaved up. I mean, he should have been over there in time. Uh, but you know he stepped up. He he was missing tackles in that first game. You know he forced fumbles in this one. Uh, he had a huge uh, third down tackle for loss uh, at like the 50 yard mark. So I want to give him props because, you know, it's all about it's all about, you know, what you did for me lately. Right. So, uh, you know, I, I want to give props where they're due. Also, uh, Roquan Smith, uh, how he was kept out of the outside the top 100 players in the NFL is still mind boggling to me. Uh, pick six. Um, that was, that was fantastic to see. It was his first, uh, touchdown as a bear. So, um, that was pretty cool. It was, it was exactly, you know, when we needed it as well. Uh, and then Jalen Johnson, um, a one throw later, uh, you know, he had his pick versus Burrow and, you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but he's really cementing himself as at least the number one cornerback taken in in two years ago's draft. Uh, right now, through two weeks, he's the number one quarterback cornerback in the NFL. I know that's just two weeks. He leads in pass breakups. He's obviously got a touch or uh, an interception, uh, but he's just been fantastic. And uh, when we when you get rid of Kyle Fuller, um, you know that's kind of what you need for your second year man. He needed to step up, and he yeah. did. Uh, but you know. It, Again, the defense wasn't flawless. We have Robert Quinn going in there, who actually had two sacks in that last game, mm-hmm. so that was nice. But, but you know, it's third down and uh, and sixteen. Burrow runs out of bounds like 
just waiting for 12, him. 12, waiting yards, for him. 12 yards short of, uh, of the first down. And, and he was two steps out of bounds and, and Robert Quinn, you know, gives him the shoulder and it wasn't much of a hit, but it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah, what, Bur- Burrow was just waiting for him to hit him. Like, Oh, it, please do it. Please. It, do it. it was one of those, like, uh, you know, like, James Harden or uh, or Dwayne Wade like right. pump fake just to get like the you know like just knowing that it's not going to be an <laughs> athletic shot but he's going to draw the foul but I mean you got to be smarter than that uh, that was a personal foul first down that leads to points and it's like it, that just can't happen um, and then you know just defensively our nickel corner got chewed up now for a second game in a row. I think it's been going on for like the last three years now or two years ever since we got rid of, got rid of Bryce Callahan. Uh, Joe Burrow just kept going after the well. Uh, it didn't matter if it was Boyd or um, or T. Higgins. Uh, he would get that matchup, and that was basically the only way they were moving the ball on us. So, you know, we got to figure out somebody else has got to get out there, uh, whether that's in, you know, uh, the free agency or what, but Duke Shelley is just, I mean, he's just, he's a weak link for us. And, and, you know, we gotta, we really gotta get that taken care of, but, yeah. you know, moving on to the offense, uh, you know, it's, it, it was, it was a, it was a really nice moment when, uh, God stepped in and did not let, uh, Nagy, have his way anymore and keep hmm. Dalton in. Now I, I won't say that. I think you Dalton know, looked pretty good in this game, man. Dalton Dalton looked fantastic, and yeah. and this, that I'm not giving a shot on on Dalton. I'm I'm more so. I just can't wait for the inevitable, and that's Nagy to get off our fucking team. Hmm. But uh, Dalton came in first drive. You know, led to a touchdown. It was the only touchdown drive that we had the entire fucking game. Okay. Um, he looked great. Uh, you know, he he had a couple big runs, like for third down to to move the chains, and and the one that costed him was you know that that twenty or so yarder that he took. That uh, it looks like right now it's just a a, a bone bruise on his knee, uh, which is good. So um, you know, no structural damage to the ACL MCL at least right now. Uh, for, by all reports, came out, but you know, you never really know what a what a bone bruise is gonna. You know, like how long that's going to keep somebody out. Like, I don't know if there's just shots of whatever that uh, that'll that'll make you forget about that. <laughs> but um, you know, so be it. Uh, what I will say is, you know, let's just throw out the stats right here for Justin Fields because that's what we want, kind of want to get into here as as an offense. Um, six for thirteen for sixty yards in a touch or in a, in an interception. Not great. Not great at all. He had 34 yards rushing, which is nice, but but I will say those li- or those stats. I mean, if you're just reading those stats, that's not telling you the full story. You know, it, what killed us in our game was our wide receivers dropping the ball. I don't know what was going on, but you know, just Allen Robinson. You know, he had a great game going up to it, up to that point, but. Allen Robinson and Mooney dropping balls, like just right in their hands, just really nice tosses. Uh, you know, Robinson's was like a 40-yard heave right in the end zone, right into his, like, gut. I mean, he had a full step on uh, Chidubi Awuzier or whatever his name is. He had a full step on him. It literally comes around, hits him in the gut as he's falling down in the end zone, and he drops it. 
something that I thought he would come down with the catch 10, 10 out of 10 times. Uh, but he didn't. But, you know, that's that's not I'm, I'm not that's not Justin's fault. He he can only throw, a, you know, a ball as good as that. And, and it's just got to be on the other side. The wide receivers got to come down to it. Um, you know, you got another another one in the end. Three, three, three end zone drops. Allen Robinson, although this one I'll most so, more so say this was a 50-50 ball. Um, it was like a 20-yard pass. Um, and the corner just made a great play on the ball. Uh, Allen Robinson got their hands on it, but cornerback made a play, whatever. And then the last one, you know, it... It was Mooney going on a on a drag all the way to the far sideline, and you know he just in the end zone couldn't had it in his hands, couldn't come down with the catch. If you just talk about one of those being a touchdown or two of those, not I won't say three, you don't say that Justin Fields has a a very bad game. So I mean, what I will say is it was yeah. a it was it wasn't the best, but it was exactly what we needed, and I'm all right with that. Uh, you know, one last thing, that interception. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, it was it was a little ugly, but when you look at the play, I mean, it was they were showing a full-out blitz, uh, but it was just one of those zone drops. You know, they, they're coming out late. The nickel coming, coming right at Justin Fields, so he thought he had the shallow cross, and then that D-line just kind of popped back out from that pass rush, and it was a perfect call for that exact play, uh, and it was a learning moment. You know, he, he put it right in the guy's hands. Uh, it was a red zone, uh, red zone interception for him. And, you know, it's one that he definitely wants back. But at the end of the day, you can have those mistakes when you come out with the win, especially in your first game. So, uh, you know, I'm excited about what's to come. Uh, Andy Dalton played fantastic. But when you have Andy Dalton out there, He's averaging four yards per attempt. He's doing hitches and screens, hitches and screens, just like Mitch Trubisky, just like Nick Foles, you know. But with that same play calling, Nagy out there being the, the fucking knucklehead that he is, uh, you know, Justin Fields he averages nine yards per attempt. He's pushing the ball downfield, and and it's just it's it's a much more enjoyable game when he's out there. So, uh, long story short, not the cleanest game. Uh, on offense, not the not the greatest start to, uh, for a rookie, you know, uh, yeah. to, to come out. But hey, that was a W, and um, he made a lot of really really good plays with his legs at the end of that game to make sure that he moved the sticks. And uh, looks, I I think look, the the future's bright. The future's bright, at least for uh, for our signal caller. <clears throat> it could be worse, Barney. It could be uh he could be Zach Wilson out there. <laughs> Dude, brutal, brutal. Oh man, yeah, he's. Yeah, he's had a rough start for sure. Uh, but, yeah, you know, but you got the dub, you know. That's the only stat that matters. Ask the Vikings. Ask the Lions how hard it is to get a win in the NFL. It's not easy, man. It's not easy. Ravi, I'm only too, man. At least you were in the games. The Lions, I guess, technically were in the game last week and then for half this week. Uh, shout, out, shout out Jared Goff for helping me secure my fantasy uh, dub. Needless to say, Lamar Jackson helped out. We have a two-quarterback league, but Jerry Goff is my number two quarterback, and uh, oh. yeah, he helped me secure the dub. Did you get yeah. him in the last round? Oh, yeah, I grabbed him extremely late. <laughs> but yeah. Let's give another, yeah, a, a little, Aaron, or I had Aaron Jones down 33 tonight. Aaron Jones, number 33. I kind of felt like my hairs were sticking up. 
I was like, maybe, maybe this can happen on Monday night. He goes off. Sorry, Tom Daly. Love you. But, uh, you know, better <laughs> luck next week. Oh, yeah. There were some massive ones. Derrick Henry, uh, I Cooper Cup. He had a big week. Uh, some, some big weeks out there for sure. Some people, and I'm sure Aaron Rodgers had good fantasy. Um, just really quick preview to next week. The Lions will be hosting the Ravens. I think they're 10-point underdogs in that game. Oh, boy. Bears traveling to Cleveland. Bears seven and a half point underdogs right there, right now. The Vikings finally get to go home. Are you going to the game, Remy? Uh, I don't think so anymore just because of my back. I was planning on going to the Seahawks one, and then that got pushed back, and then I was planning on going to the Browns game the following week. That got pushed back, and then the Lions game the following week, but I don't know. We'll see what my back uh, neurosurgeon says. Gotcha. <laughs> well, we, yeah, but we hope your back gets better, man. But anyways, Vikings – one point underdogs right now hosting the uh, Seahawks and then Packers Sunday night football traveling to San Francisco and they are also underdogs three and a half so the the whole NFC North underdogs next next week. <laughs> the U.S. gets Green Bay and national television again prime time that's what everybody loves. Yeah, I yeah. Guess so. <laughs> 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 oh boy, there, yep. All right, so gentlemen. NFC North splitting wins and losses this week, but it you know we'll move on to week three. It, it now now there's some wins in the column here. We got a, a little separation going on, so it, that'll make it interesting. I, I just hope the Lions can make it interesting personally in the fourth quarter one of one of these weeks coming up. But you know, wishful thinking, I suppose. But thank you everybody for listening. Instagram at the Pylon, Twitter. At the Pylon Pod, please follow us on those social media accounts. Posted on there a lot. Really appreciate it. And uh, just leave some comments, you know, about the podcast, your thoughts on the week, everything like that. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Download it. Subscribe. Leave a review on there. It's always really helpful and really appreciated. Otherwise, just thank you for listening. Really, we just thank you so much. And we hope... You listen to this podcast and have the great rest of your week. And, you know, look forward to Thursday where we preview week three. And I guess our best bets. I was 0-3 again, gentlemen. It's a really, really rough start. I know, I know what Kinger feels like now. So, did, <laughs> what was that? I don't know if I, I don't think you I have multiple 0 and I think, I don't think so. I think, I, don't, I think I only had one 0-3 week last year. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the lab. Go to the lab. I'm Report really back on that. This out. You know, I, I do. That was out. a haymaker I, out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I got nothing to lose at this point. Right? I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know. Hey, you're Vegas's favorite better, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. That's for sure. Oh, boy. All right. So, gentlemen, thank you, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Look forward to, uh, to getting the next podcast out there. Previewing week three of the NFL season. Bear now. <laughs>